welcome back to the Real Sisters podcast. My name is Josie. And my name is Christina. And we are two sisters that love to talk about all things TVs and movies. And we're back with another podcast today. Woohoo! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) I, I really appreciate the fact that we haven't been... We haven't been pushing ourselves to, like, make a podcast every week like we were with Big Brother at the beginning, and I think that's helped us really digest everything that's going on with The Bachelorette, you know? I, it is kind of a slow-moving show in some sense because they usually cut things off right at the end of the episode, so getting to see a fuller picture before we talk about it... I like that a lot I think more. that's going to help definitely have a more interesting conversation Mm -hmm. yeah so obviously it's been a couple of weeks since we put out our last podcast so a lot has happened on the show Uh, a lot of guys have been sent home and we've been able to kind of see Tasha's the beginning of Tasha's journey um up until this past week so it's nice to kind of sit back watch it a little bit and yeah like you said kind of digest everything absorb (laughs) yeah figure out who we think is going to make it to the end and who who um, is probably going to be home sent home next week. And yeah. That type of thing. <laughs> but before we get into our thoughts about what's happened before Tuesday's episode and then talk about Tuesday's episode, just how are you doing? I'm good. You know, <laughs> I, I like to like give a little life update, even though, you know, I, the only people who probably listen to this are our friends. So they know they know what's going on in our lives. Yeah. But, you know. Who, whoever finds this like you um get to know a little bit more about us so i guess basically <laughs> uh since the last time we recorded a podcast i finished my semester yay. at aquinas yay <laughs> i'm officially on winter break so that is so nice i am enjoying my time off um finished the semester strong uh it, it was all online for me so i took all of my classes over zoom so that was a little bit weird but it's nice to kind of take a break from that and not have to be staring at a laptop like mm-hmm. all day long. So yeah, that's kind I'm, of what I've been up at to. At least for the next, how much more break do you have? I go back January 18th. Okay. So, so I have a long time. From now until then, so I think today's what, December 10th or something like that? Yeah. From now until then, you're going to have a lot more time to focus on this podcast thing so we'll see. Maybe yeah. we will have an episode every week for the next <laughs> couple of weeks. Maybe we'll see. I don't want to put the pressure on yeah, it to like yeah. put out content like constantly because I think it's more enjoyable when you just do it when you're able to and it's but more that's, fun. That's against everything any <laughs> class about marketing will tell you though. Right? It's like be well, consistent. Well, I mean, we're not but, trying to be like yeah. famous or like creators or anything like that. No. This is for our enjoyment. So mm-hmm. I think that doing it uh, when you can enjoy it is the best way to put out content and then maybe we'll get more consistent after that who knows but mm-hmm. yeah we're still we're, we're definitely still figuring out the whole process of the podcast just the whole sitting down and setting up our recording equipment and Josie is gonna start trying to edit the podcast yeah we'll which, see how that goes because <laughs> up until now I've edited everything but it's just a nice little project to focus on while Mm -hmm. you're off school and able to devote more time to it but it's definitely more fun than writing essays wouldn't you say (laughs) that's for sure (laughs) but for me i mean i don't have much going on these last few weeks just more job hunting and i started you know really selling my jewelry stuff and that's been a lot of fun Mm -hmm. to do 
yeah, so we're just taking it day by day. Yeah, <laughs> living a living a pretty chill life at the moment, which yeah. is it's Wh- so which nice. I think is the responsible thing to do. Yeah, you know? it's been go go go. Like we didn't get a a break at all this semester. Usually I get a week off mm-hmm. for fall break, and didn't get a single break until Thanksgiving. So it's been pretty like intense. So I think finally kind of letting myself breathe a little bit is nice. Because uh-huh. it must be hard just mentally to have to push through. Mm-hmm. Like I know what Aquinas was trying to do was to mitigate the, I don't know, the risk of further spread. Th- or people anything. going back yeah. home and then bring it back to campus, which, you know, I think they made the right decision. Yeah. But it's still, maybe they should have had a break but but made everybody stay on campus but they couldn't have done that that. no they couldn't enforce yeah so all right (laughs) now i know what is it three episodes have happened i think yeah either three or four have four if you include the one that was on this tuesday this past tuesday which was only a couple days ago and not to bore everyone because you know, you've probably already watched it and you can't even remember what happened three weeks ago, really. <laughs> so I thought it would be good to just talk about our favorite moment from the episodes prior to Tuesday and then our top pick for the cringiest moment. Because, you know, it's The Bachelorette. There's always going to be some cringe. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> it just is going to happen. Uh so do you want to go first, Josie, and talk about... Or do we want to talk about our favorite moment first or our cringiest moment first? Let's do favorite moments and then we'll do cringies. Okay, because cringies are my favorite. <laughs> Me too. Cringies. <laughs> I don't even know. I just that made that word up. Um, oh, nice. Okay, so my... So I, I wrote down a couple because I don't know what your favorite moment is, but I'll just pick my top favorite moment that okay I and then i have another and a uh, backup option too okay so same. if we have a second maybe we can yeah. have a couple favorite moments because sure. like i mean a lot of great moments did happen in the past couple of weeks so it's hard mm-hmm. to pick just one but i would have to say my favorite was ivan's one-on-one i think that i don't was that yours that was my top yes, one I too <laughs> but my second one is really good too, okay but go on well i just really loved ivan's one-on-one i don't think ivan got a ton of time up until this one-on-one to really showcase who he is um where he's from um his background or anything like that so i knew that i liked him previously to that he seemed like a really sweet guy a really nice person but getting to see him sit down and talk to Tasha, talk about his family about his brother and um also bring up just like uh, racial inequality and those type of issues that mm-hmm. you don't ever hear about on The Bachelorette. They talk about like family issues or anything like that, but it doesn't really expand outside of the world of The Bachelorette. So it was really nice. I mean, we talked about this a little bit with Big Brother and having those conversations with Devon mm-hmm. um, and just getting to hear him say his piece about how he has been affected. And it was really nice to see Taisha respond to that and how she had also been affected and it was very genuine her reaction mm-hmm. to him talking about his whole experience of 2020 and how she kind of had a similar but maybe a little bit different reaction to everything that's been going on mm-hmm. and I think her reaction is like so many of us just saying oh my gosh this year has been so intense and if you stop and think about it it can get overwhelming mm-hmm. um but I just appreciated how genuine her reaction was and how genuine he expressed mm-hmm. his 
you know, emotions yeah. and thoughts. And then the other part, a little bit more lighthearted that I really loved about the date is they just did a night in. And I was <laughs> like, this, I love that. This yeah. is the most realistic date that The Bachelor could possibly put on. And I remember thinking before I watched this episode, they're in a villa, obviously, where like they can't go anywhere. So all the dates have to happen within this same vicinity. They mm-hmm. can't travel anywhere or anything. And I remember thinking, I was like, when are they just going to do a date night? I want them to do, like, karaoke or, like, some sort of, like, a night in type of deal. Was it was Ivan's date the one where they had to do the floor is lava? Yeah. <laughs> I loved that. Like, we did floor is lava with theater and, like, yeah. that type of stuff. So it just seemed like a very realistic date. It just mm-hmm. seemed just like this could happen outside of this. Because I think thing. sometimes the problem with the whole bachelor and bachelorette thing is people are going on these extravagant dates and it's these amazing moments. And are you really enjoying the person or are you enjoying the excursion or the activities? Which exactly. it's, you want to do something fun, but the whole purpose of this very, you know, condensed timeline of trying to build relationships is getting to know someone on a deeper level, which that happened a lot this Tuesday's episode. But mm-hmm. uh, I, yeah, I did appreciate how real, and it was just like, oh, this is something I'd want to do. Exactly. <laughs> and I noticed Taisha ordered her food. She got chicken tenders, and <laughs> you're like, and a girl fries. after my own heart. Exactly. I was like, this is my girl. Yes. And they got like a big like banana split or like a sunday ice cream thing to share Mm. together and it was it was just really sweet and i enjoyed it didn't seem forced yeah it didn't seem forced at all it seemed very natural and i just really enjoyed getting to see ivan's personality a little bit more because he's a little more reserved Mm -hmm. and just the way their dynamic between ivan and and tasha so that was my favorite moment i would say my favorite so it would maybe be my second favorite moment um was during the art painting group date when they all went around and shared their stories a lot of them had great you know they told about themselves in some new way to Tasha. but my favorite was riley's story about how he talked to his mother and how he was having some you know family tensions and stuff he didn't get super into it but just the way that he explained it and how eloquently he talked about his emotions mm-hmm. and he was very well spoken very well spoken you can tell he's a lawyer yes. all the time <laughs> i hear him say stuff and i'm like that's just such a lawyer thing to say <laughs> but like not in like a bad way he's just so like educated and well spoken and mm-hmm. it, like you know what i mean it's just really good and i think it that resulted in Tasha. i think his story specifically is what really made Tasha overwhelmed just being so wowed by how open they were all being it felt kind of like what were we saying it felt like a retreat Mm -hmm. you know going to catholic school school and we'd go to retreats and then they'd have the whole weekend would culminate in this i don't know sharing moment where you talk to people and be really real and honest and open and share your thought your feelings and Mm -hmm. it just felt like a sharing circle (laughs) in a sense But I liked it, and I really appreciated the way that he spoke about his own family experience. Mm-hmm. Th- that was my second favorite moment. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you start with your cringy moment. I think the cringiest of the cringe was when they tried to make it seem like Ed was going to go talk to Tasha in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> I almost forgot about that. Oh, my gosh. And 
but then he really just ended up going to see Chris. And it just, it was cringy because you could totally tell that it was all manufactured. Maybe Ed wasn't in on it. But, but it was production production obviously had to bring him to the wrong place. Like he was not no. And who was who actually went to talk to Tasha? Was it when I think it was Ben. Was it Ben? Oh it yeah. Was ben. It was Ben because he felt bad about not pulling her making time during the group date cocktail party thingy. But <laughs> I just thought it was funny and cringy in a good way. Yeah. That's why it was my favorite cringe moment. There were lots of other cringe moments that were just cringe. <laughs> what about you? I would say the like the truth or dare date. I just yeah. thought that was really weird. Like the setup of it and like the fact that there were guests, like that she brought her friends yeah. to witness it. Yeah, with Sydney her. and Becca yeah. were there. And it it was like I didn't like it because there was no like connection with Tasha. Like she just watched them go on this truth or dare. It was a big ploy, basically, by production yeah. to have some shocking moments, interesting television. And it was less about them connecting with Tasha and more about the television of it all, which, you know, there's good and bad to that. You yeah. know, we want an, an entertaining show, so I get why they did it. Yeah, I do. I get that. But it was just kind of like a weird, I was like, this is not a good group date. <laughs> yeah, so. some of the dares were. Yeah. <laughs> all right, what about you? Uh, well, I know I already said it. My oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> do you want to know my, like, cringe with a little C moment? Yeah. Was Ben during the art date. Yeah. When he got honest and real and vulnerable which i appreciate which he, but he was trying later. to do he explained, he explained later he did but in the moment i just we were like, like what no, is he doing ben, what are you doing don't do that no <laughs> don't yeah yeah that was a little bit cringy i, th- I think also another little c cringe for yeah. me which i mean not little c maybe a bigger c but was just like the whole noah and bennett like debacle uh-huh. thing that happened and just Bennett giving Noah this gift that he was like, you are deficient in these categories, categories of, of things. And I'm just like, Bennett, yeah. please stop. I <laughs> think don't. that's a perfect uh, transition into talking more about Tuesday's episode. Yes. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by Hey Amigos Jewelry Company. And full transparency, that is my jewelry company. (laughs) During this whole quarantine pandemic, I have been searching for a job. But at the same time, I thought, you know, I want to keep myself busy. I want to do something that inspires me creatively and is something that I can share with others and have like, you know, a little bit of a purpose because, you know, everybody's looking for a little purpose in life. Uh, So I started making this polymer clay jewelry. And I think it's just the neatest type of jewelry because... It is really durable, it's lightweight, and you can use all of these different patterns and designs and colors. If you want to go check it out and maybe get a Christmas present for somebody, maybe get it for yourself, go check out the Hey Amigos website, which is heyamigos.co, or um, I have a TikTok page and an Instagram page, which is hey.amigos.co on TikTok and Instagram. Go check it out. Go check out the pictures. See if you like any of the designs. If you do and you want to buy some jewelry, you can use the code SISTERS for 10% off your purchase at checkout. Um, And yeah, if you want to support me and my jewelry stuff, that's great. 
This As is a the complete first ad, I don't unbiased know. person in Christina's life, it's really good jewelry. You're like not it. an unbiased I person. It's the, the joke. Oh, but go check it out. Thanks, Hey Amigos, for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> the first question I think we should be asking ourselves is we were left with that moment where it was a two on one. Bennett and Noah were both talking to Tasha and she takes them into a separate room and talks to each one of them individually. At that time, were you rooting for Noah or Bennett more? I would say I was rooting for Noah. And here's why. Uh-huh. So I know originally I called Noah Mustache Guy. I apologize. He, <laughs> I didn't know what his name was. I think we called him Nathan <laughs> in the last podcast. Yikes. Um, I feel like... Noah, the only thing Noah has done to stir any drama or mix up the house literally was him jumping over the fence to participate in the boxing date Mm -hmm. or the kickboxing date or whatever it was. He hasn't done anything to this point besides a few jabs here and there, but like everyone has said things to each other, you know? He 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 has not done anything to personally attack anyone else in the house. All of his actions have been to get to know Tasha, to pursue pursue his relationship with Tasha. And I feel like Bennett's way of talking to people is just, I agree, it's condescending at times. There are moments where I really love Bennett and he is just like hilarious. Like sometimes he says things and I'm just like, what the heck, Bennett, you're so funny. What's <laughs> happening? So I can't say that I don't like Bennett either, but I think after watching him talk down to Noah for like 10 minutes about he's a kid, he's not ready for marriage and like all of this stuff, like like Bennett doesn't know Noah at all. He doesn't know his life. He doesn't know his past. He doesn't know if he's ready or not. Some people are ready at 25 to get married and some people are ready at 37 to get married. So I think it was difficult for me to watch someone talk down Ooh, someone's really, someone's really gassing really up out there. Bad. I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> um, it was really hard for me to watch someone like openly bash someone else and then expect to to not be... have any repercussions. Exactly. So in that moment, I was like, I'm rooting for Noah. Noah's not my favorite by any means. Like he's not the guy that I'm personally rooting for to end up with Tasha. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, I was like, mm, I don't really like how Bennett is speaking. Bennett to Noah. felt like the instigator in exactly. the situation. And so that's why I was rooting for Noah in that moment. What about you? I was rooting for Bennett. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I absolutely knew it. I knew you were going to say that. Only because I could see, I don't know. I had just had a feeling that the way that Noah was being filmed was different than maybe he was just around the other contestants. Mm -hmm. I don't see Bennett as being someone to make a mountain out of a molehill. I just don't think he would do that. I think he genuinely had a concern. I think if he brought up that concern, it was because he was being genuine and not because he wanted to be the drama master of the season. Mm -hmm. So to me, it felt like there might have been some reason for him to have concerns, but I think his mistake was voicing them. Like Tasha said, it seemed like he was questioning her integrity by saying, oh, he shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she had chosen to keep Noah around, you know, was her decision. And I don't think Bennett saw it that way. Like, he, I don't think he genuinely thought he was questioning Tasha at all. No. Like, I don't think he was lying in that regard at no. all. 
for whatever reason, he is, he just seems like, I'm sure to some people he comes off as a slime ball, but to me, <laughs> he just seemed very honest and, and Direct. earnest in his concerns. And that's why I kind of wanted him to stick around at that two on one. Plus, I just think his relationship with Taisha at that point was further along than Noah's. I just wanted to stick with some. I wanted Taisha to stick with the thing that was more serious to her at that mm-hmm. at that time. Um, I did else? respect him for yeah. not um, going back on the things that he said directly to Noah because that was something that I was worried that he was going to be like lie and be like be like I never said that uh-huh. or like I never. But when he went to that's talk why to Tasha, I believe what he's saying mm-hmm. because if he is not concerned about losing face, quote unquote, then you're then you have to be someone that is honest and genuine. Mm-hmm. So I think he that's what made me think like okay, yes, he is being genuine about what he's saying because he he is saying these things to Tasha. And I also just kind of identified with Bennett a bit bit more than Noah. He just <laughs> seemed like a more interesting person to me i don't know mm-hmm. i felt like i would rather watch him continue on in the season than noah I, I can agree with that but i would just say there was one thing that kind of irked me about what he was saying because he's he's a great speaker he is like similar to riley very eloquent in the way that he talks mm-hmm. and very articulate with what he says but the one thing this is like a pet peeve of mine just like in general in life and i noticed that he kept doing it was he said i'm sorry you feel that way he, i'm sorry you feel that way and i hate when people say that uh-huh. because it puts all the blame on the other person instead of saying like i'm sorry i like made you feel this way or like i'm sorry that i did this mm-hmm. so he it didn't seem like he was taking responsibility and that might be a like a thing that he doesn't even think about people do it all the time and you don't it's a subconscious like response because people say it all the time but that's something that i notice if someone is apologizing yeah oh yeah and like that does it it makes it seem less yeah it doesn't true and yeah the way that it comes off is yeah you already explained it so it was sad to see bennett go just for me personally (laughs) i don't know some people probably hate him but um (laughs) And then from there, right immediately after he left, didn't Tasha say something like, this doesn't feel right. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. This just doesn't feel right to me. And so at that exact moment, I'm like, he's coming back. There's no <laughs> way he's not coming back. He's totally coming back. Yeah. And also she didn't give Noah the rose after she came back and he was like smiling and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she was like, don't be happy yet. Because I don't think that she felt right about it in that moment. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I can't give noah arose yet or i can't do it because this just didn't feel right this whole situation yep so i respect her for doing that taisha's been not following the rules like at all <laughs> during this whole process so i'm like you go girl make up your own rules <laughs> i i think what was the one thing maybe did this happen when bennett originally talked to taisha before he got sent home or was it after he like didn't talk he... to her at all after what? Like when he came back, right? Or no, he talked to her a little bit. In the- yeah. But he said something about, I didn't mean to cause any ill will, Tasha. I just want to love you up. And God. Yeah, that was after. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you saying? When he said that, I cringed so hard. 
was like, oh, Bennett, I think you're, by you saying that, you want to sound more casual. Like, it's it's someone's it's attempt like trying... at trying to be hip and cool, yo. Yeah. I'm I'm hip with the times. I'm hip with the lingo. I just want to love you up, Tasha. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. It's moments like that where I'm like, I love Bennett. Like, yes. he's hilarious. He's so funny. But, like, yeah, I just... We'll see what happens with was that whole weird. debacle. Uh, but then from there, there was the one-on-one date with the boy we've been waiting for. um well i in our last episode we kind of mentioned ben a little bit and you said that you really liked him yeah Uh, i guess do you want to expand upon that now i think what i said before was i really like ben if you're having trouble picturing who he is that's okay he hasn't done much at this point (laughs) uh but then the next four weeks happened and he i think personally he might be the front runner i know i'm getting ahead of myself here a little bit (laughs) but he has positioned himself this this sounds like a competition it's kind of a competition (laughs) but he's positioned himself to be in a really to have a really good trajectory with taisha and their relationship and i think this one-on-one put him in an even better light with her um it was very cute they were just kind of doing a scavenger hunt yeah wasn't it and then they had the traditional dinner as they always do with the the group dates how did you think the bachelor show handled sharing ben's story and then like what do you think it did for the actual relationship between ben and taisha i think it was i think it was portrayed very well on the show i would i would say that it's a tough topic to talk about and i know that he mentioned that he had really not talked to anybody about this. And the fact that he was, like, opening up so much on TV. Yeah. Do you think he talked to production about that before he was cast or before that moment? That's tough because it is such a personal story. But I think that... I don't want to say he, like, used it to get on the show. Mm-hmm. Maybe he didn't wasn't specific about what it was, but I'm he's sure just that... like I had some mental health struggles the mm-hmm. last couple of years. Yeah, because I know um, he talked yeah. previously about having eating eating disorder as well and having mental health issues and those types of things. And those are like real struggle, real struggles that people have in life. And I'm sure it was something that maybe they were like, okay, this is interesting. But also, he's just an interesting person. He was in the military. And he's just a really nice dude. So, I mean, they would obviously cast him for other reasons. There were other things about him. So, I would not be surprised if it was a surprise to production, too, Mm -hmm. that he was going to share so much. And in the moment, while you're watching it, at least for me, I almost feel like it's a little bit of an invasion of privacy. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he wouldn't open up about it if he didn't feel comfortable doing so. So that's kind of where mm-hmm. I ended up on the whole subject. It's like, okay, he felt co- comfortable enough to share it because obviously he has to be, he's aware, there's cameras in his face, that this is going to be part of a TV show. And yes, he's doing it to strengthen his connection with Tasha, but he also has to be comfortable with this information being out there for everybody. And I think he probably made that decision because he wanted to be honest with Tasha, but then he also wanted to serve as just starting a conversation on a platform that has as many viewers as the bachelorette and just like we were saying with big brother people talking about important issues to them makes the show not just kind of cheap entertainment but it also brings brings more depth and dimensions and you know 
genuine good things to be talking about good things to bring to people's mind and attention Mm -hmm. so i think overall it was a cute fun date (laughs) before Mm -hmm. the pinata part was probably my favorite yeah Uh, (laughs) that was cool and but then i just appreciated him talking about his uh struggles with mental health and suicide attempts and all of that stuff mm-hmm. while we're on the topic of ben there's something else i wanted to bring up as well uh-huh. this man has blown up on tiktok yes i was gonna i was wondering <laughs> if we were gonna talk about it uh yeah i am not mad whenever i see a video of him i'm not i'm just gonna say that he uh has come up on my for you page quite a bit and i know like you send me whenever one shows up on yours you send me his video but Christina and I have a theory about these videos, which could be very much not a real theory at all. But disclaimer: all the, <laughs> all of the, all of the videos that he posted of him is somebody else filming him, mm-hmm. which very well it could be a roommate, it could be somebody he works which with. Which I was fully convinced it was just a coworker because a lot of his videos are at his gym. gym do you know do you remember what the at is on tiktok it's like the bodybuilding club or bodybuilder club or something like that. yeah so it's i thought it was kind of partially them promoting their gym and mm-hmm. then they were you like know, oh ben, ben goes to on the bachelorette yeah he's, you know um but then there was a video that was more recent that was ben like cooking in the kitchen obviously like in the morning making breakfast and someone's filming him and he's like smirking and like smiling at the person behind the camera and i was like if this is just his friend this is like maybe a li- another level good actor <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think it might be either Tasha or just some other girl that he's since gotten with mm-hmm. since the show has ended yeah so that's our that's our theory from the yes. tiktoks i don't think ben is single let's just say that yes <laughs> but then that one-on-one was over and they revealed who was going to be on the group date and who was going to get the other one-on-one I noticed something when they revealed that Blake was getting the one-on-one. They did, like, a little back to Zach. And Zach C was like, I really wanted this one-on-one. I can't believe that I didn't get the one-on-one. And so for a moment, I was like, did he not have a one-on-one already? Yeah, he did. He did. So A week know, before. I don't know why he was surprised that Blake got the one-on-one. Because I, I think everyone else almost to that point had gotten a one-on-one i think so besides noah hasn't gotten a one-on-one i think everybody else besides noah and riley had gotten one-on-ones and bennett bennett was gone at that point yeah but before that he didn't have a one-on-one yeah so it just was like come on zach could be in (laughs) greedy yeah but i'm sure you're excited for blake getting a one-on-one right yeah i was kind of i was disappointed that it didn't happen on tuesday's episode but it's gonna happen next week which side note I saw something that next week's going to be two episodes, Monday and Tuesday. Yes, I wrote that down. It's the Mentel All next week. Ah, uh, okay. So I think Monday is the Mentel All and Tuesday is the, the actual episode. episode. Okay, well, I'll wait until Tuesday to see how Blake's <laughs> date goes. See how it's going. Um, Personally, I don't think. I think he's going to get sent home. He's going to say something stupid too. and have his foot in his mouth. And then Tasha's going to be like, sorry, bye. Yeah, or she just, or something that happened before was Easy got sent home, which my heart i love easy so yeah. much i think it's gonna be something similar where she's like i don't have a deep enough connection with you romantically or mm-hmm. anything like that and she'll send him home so that, that if i was betting on it that's what i'd say yeah um but then they had the group day what was the group date again the week? lie detector test oh yeah, yeah. Ooh, scary <laughs> 
I don't know if I'd want to be hooked up to one of those things. No, just kidding. <laughs> I agree what what Riley said. He was like, I don't recommend that my client, I don't allow my clients to take these because they're not always accurate. Always accurate. Look at Riley. He's I love him. <laughs> um, but, you know, obviously the production must have done some digging about certain people and asked them certain questions based on their experience. Yeah. Like the whole, what's your name, Riley? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously they knew that maybe he was not telling the truth. I don't know. Uh, it just makes me think about production stuff when yeah. when they have to do, like, questions during a date. Mm-hmm. or like Yeah, that. and just, like, the setup of the polygraph test or whatever. Like, JoJo was giving... Well, because, like, Chris Harrison was gone because he's bringing his son to college. So JoJo, previous bachelorette, who was <laughs> the first... Uh, this is so confusing. Yeah, I know. She was the first uh There was a different host yes. this week temporarily yeah. because Chris was away. I talked about her in the last episode that we did. Oh. But um, uh, she was, like, doing the polygraph test. But I'm pretty sure, like, when you do those, you have to have, like, a professional Yeah, I'm, my guess is reader. that someone was off camera and they must have been hitting a button corresponding to the yes the no Mm -hmm. the inconclusive i Um, think that must have been that was just really weird though because it seemed like a fake setup but at the same time the answers were i guess somewhat real so i don't i don't know this seemed kind of weird polygraphs are weird but i did appreciate like uh taisha kept saying how that day progressed seemed to progress her relationship with everybody so much more than just having a sports outing date or Mm -hmm. something like that because then she could have the context of those questions going into their cocktail party that she could start the conversation with asking them to further explain their answers Mm -hmm. to the polygraph test and what was your takeaway like what was maybe one of your favorite conversations during that cocktail party brendan (laughs) brendan (laughs) i just i love their conversations together i think that i think it's very real in this context of this show to not feel ready for a proposal or anything at the end but taisha's really i I want to get engaged i I know she does but i think that it was a good conversation for them to have before hometowns before it gets even more serious that he was able to say, like, yeah, I, I hope I'm ready because he had been married before. He had that experience of proposing and all of that stuff. And that was kind of his context to his answer of, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that Tasha was able to relate in that way as well and say, like, I get it. I've been through this before, too. And so that's where his nervousness comes from. So he was able to open up and let her know about that. And also, I just love seeing them together. They're really cute. I don't know why. I just, I really like them together. Yeah, I know he's he's your favorite. He is. <laughs> I was going to reveal that at the end. But, oh, you know, sorry. it's fine. I kind of already said it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say I thought the whole exchange between her and Zaxi was kind of funny. That was my other favorite. Yeah. Just the fact that he said that he had cheated on someone but it was during sixth grade yeah i was like what a great setup bachelorette like that was he must have been willing to go along with production oh yeah a hundred percent i'm sure they were like does anyone have any juicy stories He's like oh this will be good tv Uh this will get me get me some screen time that was one moment where i was like i this setup is kind of funny yeah that's fine what did you think about taisha's dress during the cocktail party for the group date did you notice it was like white and like flowy or whatever it looked kind of okay it was maybe it was not a wedding dress because i think it was shorts with like a big skirt kind of yeah i think it was a shorts with like big skirt coming off the back Mm -hmm. and to me and it was all white 
and from the back it looked just like a wedding dress straight up yeah <laughs> and but then from the front it was more like a super high low type yeah. thing i um, don't know i like i remember <laughs> i remember there was like a shot of her like walking in front of the guys and like the dress was like billowing she looked her. fabulous she looked, yeah she looked fabulous <laughs> but to me it's just like i would i don't know if i would personally wear that but well i she can wear whatever she wants i my issue more was with the color like i think the color especially if the whole show that you're on is surrounded about i want to find someone to marry if you wear show up wearing a white (laughs) dress i mean it was a little on the nose don't you think uh claire and dale's engagement claire was already wearing a white dress she was wearing like a white like i feel like they keep dressing them in white dresses like come on marriage look at me i'm gonna be a bride yeah (laughs) so i was like and then there was a whole date with taisha and zach where she literally wore a wedding dress oh that's true i didn't watch that for whatever reason i forget oh i don't know but like so they keep (laughs) people are like wedding dress wear this wedding dress come on true true that was just funny to me i just wanted to see what you thought about it anything else about oh we gotta just quickly maybe mention the bennett coming back thing yeah i think that taisha's reaction was good and the fact that bennett was he came back but in my mind he didn't seem desperate mm-hmm. he came back and he was being very open about how he was feeling but he wasn't like i don't know what to do without you taisha he just said i love you which is maybe a little bit much I was like whoa he went there <laughs> But the way that he expressed his feelings, I just, I don't know, something about Bennett. I just really like him. Joy told me that uh, her boyfriend's favorite person is Bennett. That's so funny. So if you're listening, Joy, hello. (laughs) Tell Mike that Christina also really likes Bennett. I agree that Bennett's great. (laughs) That's so funny. Well, I I appreciated that he was like, I don't want to pressure you or make you give me an answer right now, but I just needed to tell you how I felt. Mm -hmm. And so that gave her the opportunity to To think now really think about it because i feel like if he was demanding i need to know now what you're thinking i Mm -hmm. need to know where we're at if he had phrased it in that way i'm sure she would have 100 percent shut him down right then and there saying no this is not going to happen but now that she's seen that he's respectful enough to give her time to think about it that might maybe change her mind but do you think it's fair for her to be concerned about how the other guys that are still there will feel if then it returns no I, I mean if it were me i that's a tough question because obviously if she says yes you can come back the, it's kind of a slap in the it face is a slap to the other face. guys but at the same time if she is genuinely feeling like bennett could be the one i don't think she should pass that up because if she feels that her relationship is strong enough that it could go to the end, she's gonna, I don't want, I wouldn't want to see another Ari, like, regret, ooh, proposed to the wrong person type of deal, you know? Like, that could potentially happen if she doesn't pursue this thing that she knows is serious and that could be real and potentially be her future Basically, she shouldn't, she shouldn't live with regret. Yes. So she should do what is best for her. Mm -hmm. And if other people get a little mad about it, then they don't truly care about her. Yeah, I guess. That's kind of a tough... It's just like a weird... I wouldn't know what to do if I were her. (laughs) I've never had men fighting over me, so I don't know. I've never had 30 boyfriends at one time. Yeah. (laughs) So can't relate. Um, But something else that I wanted to um, mention, kind of going off the I love you thing, there was someone else who expressed their love for Taisha. He didn't explicitly say I love you. 
but during the polygraph test, uh, one of the questions was, do you see yourself falling in love with Taisha? Mm-hmm. And Zach C said, um, I think, like, something along the lines it's of, already happened. I think it's already happening. And then they were able to talk after the cocktail party, and he was like, I kind of hated that. Like, I didn't like um, saying that in front of everybody. It didn't feel like the right place. And so he expressed, he was like, I am falling in love with you. And Taisha said it back. She said... That's the first time That's she the first time back, she yeah. has expressed that she's well, falling in love with actually, someone. Well, actually, correction, after her date with Ben, she didn't say it to him, but during the post-interview yeah. thing, she said, I truly love Ben. Mm-hmm. So, she, that was she the didn't first say, time directly. I love you, but she said, I truly love Ben. Mm-hmm. So, so I, think, I think... I don't know what that means. <laughs> but I think that that kind of goes with someone said, like... I think one of the questions for the, the test was like, Kid, you are you falling in love with multiple people? And she said yes, and it was true or whatever. So I think that that could potentially be maybe Ben and Zach or the two people that she might be falling in love with. Maybe, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. We'll see. But I just thought that was interesting that usually, historically, from what I've seen, is that whoever the bachelor or the bachelorette is, they don't say if they're falling in love with somebody when someone expresses it if they do it's like a huge like oh my gosh this person like, because the guy might go back and say oh mm-hmm. becca said that yeah. she is falling in love with me yeah so and then the other guys might get a little scareded mm-hmm. or whatever so that's normally something that they keep to themselves and they don't say it until the proposal or like right before the proposal so interesting yeah so i, I thought really that was really that. interesting that she immediately was like i'm falling in love with you too and that she express that so it must be something that she's serious about and very genuine about if she felt comfortable enough to express it back to him right then and there in that moment mm-hmm. so yeah that was that, cool I thought that was interesting one question before we kind of talk about how or actually no let's just come let's move on to how we see next week going versus and like the rest of the season like kind of what we're thinking about predictions wise the first question i had is how in the heck are hometowns gonna work this season yeah they did not touch on that at all. They probably will do some explaining next week when mm-hmm. it actually happens. I think. But how would it work? I think that maybe I'm remembering this incorrectly, but I feel like someone said something to make me think that the family is going to come to the villa. I don't remember who said it or what was said, but it sounded like, I think someone's like, oh, when my family comes here or something like that, which I was like, oh, so our hometown's just going to be like, family time rather than so like does hometowns, so do their family quote. members have to come in quarantine for two weeks and maybe. then they can be maybe they're the yeah maybe they're already all in quarantine and getting tested and that stuff. would seem like a lot if there's seven people who are there or eight even with bennett if you count him <laughs> um <laughs> if you count him. eight question mark <laughs> uh i don't know if that's feasible yeah but i hope that they don't go and travel to their actual hometowns because i feel like that's a little bit irresponsible Mm -hmm. and i hope that they do some type of personally i think they should just do zoom calls it wouldn't be maybe that's what it's it wouldn't be be good tv (laughs) just to do zoom calls (laughs) but that would be the best thing to do for them responsibly but we'll see yeah and i think the fact that there hasn't been any promo about it because usually you see like uh, clips of like the families or something Mm -hmm. like that i think that oh that's true there's usually a lot of do you want how do you feel about my Mm -hmm. son how do you feel about yeah there hasn't been any of any of those clips the only clip that there has been is tasha's dad 
So I don't know if everyone is going to be go coming to one place. I think that's probably how it's going to be. They're all going to come to the villa is what I'm thinking. But I mean, that would be so weird if your son got cut and then you have to leave. Like but That seems like a lot of people that have to put their life on hold for two weeks if they're going to truly quarantine yeah. at the villa. Anywho, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what happens. Hopefully they do it responsibly. And then do you want to revisit we said we each had final fours our last episode Mm -hmm. are they can we just check to see how accurate we were if they're still around so i have our each of our final four predictions or whatever i also made um a little cheat sheet with everyone's pictures and their names and i'm quite proud of it yes (laughs) this will be good to have we'll cross them off yeah as they they get sent home but these are the the final eight guys that we have so far um your final four was brendan Ben, Zach C, and Blake. So you, everyone that you have in your final four is still here, correct? Yes. Yes. So you're doing good so far. <laughs> Me, I, I'm uh, three for four. So I have Brendan, Zach C, Easy, who I said I didn't think was going to make it to the end, but I just wanted to put him in there because mm-hmm. I really like him. And then I had Noah slash Spencer. I was like, one of the two of them. So Noah is still here. I thought you said just Spencer, if I remember. I listened to it back. It was oh, Noah it was, or Spencer. It was both of them? Okay. Yeah. So Noah is still here. So we'll nick Spencer. <laughs> so my <laughs> final like four. I didn't say that. Yeah. yeah. My final four was Brendan, Zach, C, Easy, and Noah. So Easy is gone. So those, those were our final four. Would you like to stick with those four or would you like to change it? I would like to switch out Blake with ivan okay (laughs) so i think it'll be the people going to hometowns will be ben brendan zach and ivan Ivan. okay Mm, yeah i'm going to uh agree with you that's who i was gonna say too i think those that's gonna be our final four so i think blake will be going home noah will be going home uh riley will be going home and bennett will mm-hmm. not be coming back because riley has opened up and shared a lot about his family but i don't think they're as far connected along. because she's had a one-on-one with ivan she hasn't had a one-on-one with riley mm-hmm. yeah although i wouldn't be mad if riley was in the final four i'd be really happy <laughs> but um that's what i think and then do you want to go out on a limb and say out of those four who do you think is gonna take the cake so to speak <laughs> take the cake um so my final two, I'll say, I think mm-hmm. are, it's going to be Zach and, oh, I think Ben. As much as I want it to be Brendan, I think it's going to be Ben. So Zach and Ben are going to be the final two guys. What do you think? I think it's going to be Brendan and Ben. And here's why. Okay. I think that <laughs> I as, much as, as much as Zach has made a connection with Tasha and you can totally tell that they're into each other i think the she said this i think in the episode this tuesday i keep seeing red flags about him or things that i'm not sure about yeah, yeah. and i know that he explained away the cheating stuff with um what was it he, he explained that away mm-hmm. it was just like a silly thing sixth grade yeah thing but i know he's had a lot of other struggles in the past and that i think might be putting a seed of doubt in her mind a little bit about him Mm -hmm. and i think that she sees a much clearer path with brendan the only thing is if she if she doesn't get confirmation from him that he actually wants to get 
engaged at the end of all of it, Mm -hmm. then she might instead go with Zach. That's why I was going with um, Zach, because I don't know if Brendan is going to be ready for a proposal at the end of this. Mm -hmm. If he is, then my final two would be Brendan and Ben. Absolutely, 100%. (laughs) But until we get that confirmation from him, yeah, then I don't think it's going to be him. Mm -hmm. So... We'll see. I mean, I would love it to be Brendan because, like I said before, he is my favorite. So, yeah. I I would love it to be Brendan, but I think it might be Ben. Zach, Zach and... Zach and Ben. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I also agree with that. I could see that happening. But mm-hmm. at this point, Brendan and Ben. I think that's it for our talk about The Bachelor for this past week and the past couple weeks before that. Before we go, though, I have some exciting news, <laughs> along with uh, Christina having a wonderful jewelry company. Um, my exciting news is that I created some social media pages for our podcast account. Um, so I'm excited to put out some content there. You can follow us at Real Sisters Pod um, on Instagram. And uh, you can look up, we have a Facebook page called The Real Sisters Podcast, which you can just look that up as well. So if you want to see some extra content, and then I also created a TikTok page. I almost forgot about that, Um, which is also Real Sisters Pod on TikTok. So I think I'm going to put out some content, hopefully, before this episode comes out. Whatever your preferred social media of choices. Yes. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And that's a great way also if you have been listening and you want to be a guest on the show to talk about The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or a movie that you just want to talk about or whatever. We'd love to hear your idea. We'd love to have you on as a guest because we'll do it all safe and just over, you know, Zoom and Mm -hmm. not we don't need to be in person. So, yeah, follow the social media accounts and stay updated on our new episodes and, you know, if we have any polls or anything i don't know what else we'll do in the future but interact with our pages if you can i'm gonna yeah put out polls or different things comment um like our page all of those things and also don't forget to like us on follow us on spotify and apple Podcasts. give us a five star rating let us know what you think and i think that's about it for today's episode yeah so it's been great to be back and see you next time bye